Gets your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. Next on the show, a final guest. Well, before Mark Cavanaugh, the star comes on, of course, our girl band, an incredible double, Dublin four piece. Um, okay, so Daniel and Adam popped in for me for a chat on Wednesday. We had a lot of chin wagon. Uh, but basically, their sound is so sparse, exciting, invigorating, and harsh. It's such a great display of post punk. So I start off by asking Daniel and Adam how they arrived at that sound that created girl band. It was pretty gradual, like, it was pretty, like, real natural kind of. Like, we've just been playing together for a couple of years and I don't think we really thought about, like, trying to set out to do anything. Mm. We just didn't want to be like our old band, which was, like, that was the only precursor. And what was the other band like? Uh, like, bad, like, we were just bad, like, strokes rip-off when we were, like, <laughs> we were, like, 17, 18 or whatever. Yeah. Just, like, playing the stuff of the day. And that was, like, the only thing we knew that we didn't, or that we knew we wanted to do was not sound like our old band. Because we weren't very good. So you're striving to get as far away possible from that kind of sound? Kind of, I guess so. Ah, you yeah. just cracked your knuckles. I did, yeah. Oh, close. On air. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's very different from the strokes. It's more like the full meets health with white noise. I'll have my buddy Valentine with a rabid Johnny Rotten fronting the band. I mean, there's a whole hell of a lot of crazy post-punk noise, all kind of influences. So how, obviously you all have different influences, but how did that melting pot come to be what it is now? I I think it kind of just came with an acceptance of there is more than just what the what's like popular and in the charts. It's like start delving back into what actually came out in the seventies and eighties that was interesting. And yeah. Daniel's was the first one to like be like, "Here's Sonic Youth." <laughs> Leave that with you. Because I think like all of us had more probably more of a um, more of a diverse. We had more diverse taste than what we actually played at the, when we were teenagers and stuff. Yeah. We just didn't, you just, you know, it takes a while for like the penny to drop. And then go, oh, I can actually, you know, you can be weird if you want. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're comfortable being weird actually as a band. Because I think <laughs> one of the quotes is, uh, I've always loved the idea of uh, creating something really unsettling that you don't understand, but you're dancing to it. I don't know what quote, who that's from, but. That's Al. Yeah. That's Al, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the weird and wonderful and unsettling. Bunch of creeps. <laughs> <laughs> Girl band, bunch of creeps. But actually, I saw another great quote from someone else. It was great. Um, Girl band are a great bunch of lads. Irish exam, of course, would be from an Irish paper. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, in terms of lyrics and stuff, they're absolutely, I mean, I was saying Greg Ockerney, he's a music programmer. He's in Stitches over there going, what? Par- Paris for lunch? What the? Nutella <laughs> on repeat. Yeah, Nutella yeah, on repeat. So, I mean, obviously there's a, there's a lot of fun in the lyrics. There's a little bit of, I don't know, Kirk Cobain in there. There's a lot of play on things, a lot of play on puns. So, do you, I know Dara isn't here today, but can you explain his approach in terms of the whole songwriting thing? He loves wordplay. Yeah. He loves it. And that loves food. good pun. Yeah. yeah. That's a good pun. Good man yeah. for that. But it's that kind of thing of like, because some of the stuff like that, like the subject matter would be kind of dark, but like a lot of it is very day-to-day kind of stuff. So it's just you know, the absurdity of kind of normal, normal kind of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. I was actually thankful for the fact that the lyrics were actually printed because sometimes it is a little bit hard to uh, <laughs> yeah. figure out exactly what it is. It's a little bit of exercising a demon going on. Obviously, yeah, it goes from cannibal eating pigeons to culinary delights like Nutella to uh, sardines and puke soup. What the hell is going on there? <laughs> I'm not too sure what happened <laughs> in that run that you just mentioned there. But I, do, I mean, all the stuff is kind of unique to Dara in the sense that 
it has meaning for him, that's incredibly cryptic for somebody else to try and read into. Yeah. So you can, he, he's comfortable with the idea of someone else hearing it in a different way and perceiving it differently and go, oh, that's cool. That's not what it's about, but great that you think that way. Yeah. He's also a culinary weirdo, you know, like these kind of people who just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like make a sandwich with like uh, sweet chili sauce, ice cream and uh, sausages and you just think it's a great idea. You know, he's the... What? Weird. Yeah, he's like... I can really... see the culinary subject pops up quite a lot in this Yeah, I know. He's just yeah. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a hungry boy, but yeah, he, you know, he's a freak at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, is your life changed? Mine is. <laughs> Thank you, girl band, for that amazing sound. The album is Holding Hands with Jamie. It's out now. It's got five out of five from the Times. The last mi- mixtape gave them ten out of ten. Adam and Daniel from the band popped in the other day, and I asked them to be just a little more specific about how the sounds are actually created with their instruments. On the guitar, there's, it's like just sort of the combo of pedals and stuff like that, but um, in the studio, we had a lot of freedom uh, to overdub strange percussive noises, which is the more fun thing. So that quote that you're probably picking up on is Al talking about throwing a spoon across the room. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah. so there was that and we had like a friend of mine uh, gave us a handful of like broken cymbals flattened hubcaps uh, off trucks and things like that which were all like stacked and mashed together and so that's wow. all in there so if you're tonally it's all sort of all over the place uh, on that spectrum of things but the yeah. guitar effects, it's just like effects pedals and we yeah, just yeah. kind of like try to make weird noises with our guitars you know yeah um, I use a bottle sometimes that's yeah. about as proppy as it gets Gaviscon bottle I read is one thing yeah. well I had a Gaviscon bottle <laughs> for like two years and I brought it everywhere with me and then it got stolen in Dublin when we no. played in Dublin of all places oh come like, on <laughs> but I don't think it got stolen to be honest I think I, le- I left it on the stage and like someone must have thrown it out or I something. think yeah someone teared down our stuff for us and yeah. just like this isn't an instrument no exactly yeah. off it goes so you're taking a bit of a, a tom- recycling yeah rec- recycling well there you go that's a good thing but you're taking a bit of a, like a Tom Waits kind of approach narrative to stuff would you go to that kind of extremes in terms of making up your own instruments and yeah like we, like, we haven't done on this record but like there's mm. like that whole extended technique kind of stuff like you not playing your guitar in the way it's kind of normally done mm. it's like totally something we do yeah so yeah we wouldn't rule it out were you ever concerned that you were taking a huge risk no. this kind of sound no it's just felt fun so it was like <laughs> yeah we keep doing that yeah like yeah. it's it like a risk in terms of what you know what I mean like like what's it a risk of not achieving you just like because you're just in it to please yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's the right way to go about it yeah. And then you never know, it could end up with a remix of Neri Furtado. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. But no, seriously, I mean, for something that is so, oh God, I don't know, stark and aggressive and amazing at once, are you surprised about the feedback that you've received? I mean, you know, it's hard for an Irish band to kind of break out of the pond, I guess, and have international appeal as well as the critical appeal and the commercial appeal. You guys have kind of hit all the nails on the head and gotten the rough trade signing. Like, are you surprised? Uh, we, oh yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like so all very like we, we, every now and again we have these moments when we're sort of sitting together in the rehearsal room or whatever, and it's like, lads, what the hell is going on? Yeah, especially like the first the first time all this kind of stuff started happening. It's like you're going to the states for the first time and blah blah blah. It's just like, jeez, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a bit of that. But like at the same time, like you you work real hard at it, you know. So. Yeah. And in terms of live gigs in Dublin, these are also teasers because it's they're quite sporadic, aren't they? The, the twice live... a year. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with that? We're just, just not here very often. Yeah, <laughs> if you play like X amount of shows, you like we're not home that much. So, you know. Do you reckon it might change next year? Mm, no, no, probably less likely. Less <laughs> likely. <laughs> Once knows? a year, maybe if we're yeah. lucky. We'll see. Well, well, congratulations on a, on a great career already. It's only kicking off for you guys. Thanks. So uh, best of luck with the album and the touring, and we'll have you back again, hopefully. Thanks yeah. very much. Cheers. All right, see ya. Cheers. <laughs>
That was Adam and Daniel from Girl Band, the most exciting band on the planet in my eyes. The song you heard was Paris for Lunch, the new single. The debut album is Holding Hands for Jamie. Do yourself a favour, get your hands on that album and have your mind blown away. Uh, they are playing live in Button Factory on the 7th of November. The gig has already sold out. So if you hear of any tickets going, go get them. Backstage. Entertainment updates. So it is the time of the show where we get to have a look at what's happening over the weekend and the coming week. And to help us out with your gig picks is Mark Cavanaugh of The Star. How are you? Good. How are you, Sinead? I'm pretty good, thanks. Had a good trip to London, yeah? I sure did, yes. Good, good. Back and safe and sound anyway. Now, a few random, like, great rock gigs, really, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Lemonheads, of course, are playing very soon. And Gun, I had them in uh, a few months back for a backstage. But we're starting off with a gig happening in Whelan's tonight. Northern Ireland's girls' names yesterday released their third full-length album Arms Around a Vision on Tough Love Records and they are having an official launch party for it tonight in Whelan's. Now I haven't heard the album yet mm. but I've heard good reports and I have seen them before live. I think their 21st century take on post-punk sounds even more explosive live than it does on record based on the previous records. That well, is. I've got to catch them at live. I bumped into them actually boarding a plane like over to Barcelona because they were playing Primavera but I've still not seen them yet but their name has been thrown around quite a lot isn't it? Like It sure has. 